Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and the mission is to inspire, encourage, and uplift women and the men who love them to becoming all they were predestined to be. And it starts with restoration. Super excited to have this special guest on my show today. Her name is Sherelle Wallace. Now, I met Sherelle on Clubhouse, and it was through EYA, which is Embrace Your Ambition, that we have flourished as not only people that just come together and talk, but we are actually family. I claim her as family. We are sisters, and that's the way it's going to be. So anyway, (laughs) just to give you all a good background on uh, Sherelle, Sherelle is a single mother of three beautiful daughters. She has a passion for fashion and encouraging and helping others. And in 2011, she created a Christian t-shirt brand called Living Inside Out, which gives Christians the opportunity to express their faith through fashion and share their personal testimony in their everyday lives. Sherelle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So tell the audience a little bit more about Living Inside Out. Well, Living Inside Out is something that came about in 2011. Um, at this point, I, you know, am and was still a, I was a Christian. And uh, one morning I was getting ready for church and the sermon came on TV. I was watching the TBN network when I was getting ready for church and the sermon came on and a pastor was talking about how Christians need to come out of the closet and live from the inside out. Yeah. And what he was saying was that Christians need to share what God was doing in their life. And so as I was listening to the sermon, I envisioned this t-shirt that was inside out. And as he was speaking, I just envisioned myself giving people a, a testimony card. Um, I envisioned people saying, well, why is your shirt inside out? And I envisioned myself handing them a testimony card that shared uh, my story of what God was doing in my life. And so it was actually inspired by a sermon. That is amazing. And and I have one of those t-shirts. And let me tell you, it is definitely a conversational piece because people come up to me and like, oh, ma'am, do you know your T-shirt is inside out? And then, of course, they see the front of my T-shirt and what it says, but it opens up a conversation about God in their life and in my life. And then it just it just goes from there. So that is a awesome, awesome idea that you came up with for real. So. I know that before everything took place, as far as your t-shirt and and your t-shirt business and everything, what was going on in your life prior to that? Well, prior to that, um, in 2008, I, my 15-year relationship ended and that um, left me as a single mother. At that point, I had two, uh, my two daughters and I was also pregnant with my third daughter on the way. And so, you know, I had grown up in church all my life, um, but I hadn't been to church in a very long time until one day, and that was actually in uh, the year before I became a single mother in 2007, my aunt Cheryl, who um, is someone I've looked up to my whole life, I was named after her. My name is Sherelle. Her name's Cheryl. So she's always been someone I just admired, and I just 
always looked up to her. She was very beautiful. She was fashionable. She used to be a model. You know, I was just really infatuated with her. And I think that's where my love for fashion came. So um, in 2007, she had called me. I was laying across my bed. She lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I live in Illinois. And really, I hadn't talked to her for quite a while. She didn't know anything that was going on in my life. But at this particular evening when she called me, I was actually laying across my bed thinking there has to be more to life than this. You know, at this point I had had, I was still in my relationship with, you know, my girl's father. We had a house, we had a car, you know, we had all the material things, but I still felt like something was missing. And so I was laying across my bed in tears when she called and she called, you know, and just, you know, talked to me for a little bit. Well, then she told me that God had put it in her heart to tell me that he had a plan for my life that was bigger and better than anything I could ever imagine. And when she said that, I believed it, you know, and so tears immediately streamed down my face. And she told me before she got off the phone, she's like, you need to start going to church. Well, like I said, I hadn't been to church in several years. I you know, grew up going to church, got baptized at a young age. But when I moved out of my parents' house at the age of 18, you know, it was freedom. I could do whatever <laughs> I wanted to do. And yeah. so I didn't go to church. And so when she called me years later, you know, I was 33 at this time and told me that it really, I believed what she said. So she had called me on a Saturday. And so the next day was Sunday. So I got me and my girls ready. And we found a church to go to. It was a small church um, that I visited with my cousin because I wasn't living in my same hometown. But so we went to church. We found this small church. And one of the one things that she did tell me before she got off the phone was that you will know it's the right church when you feel like the pastor's speaking directly to you. <laughs> and yeah. so I walked in this small church and, you know, everyone was so loving and everything. But I really wasn't planning on staying at this church because it was small. And in my mind, I wanted one of those big mega churches, you know, that had the daycare and all the amenities. Because at this point, my children were small. They're probably five and 10. But there was just so much love there that I decided, you know what, we're going to go back here the following Sunday. So we went back the following Sunday. And the pastor had us turned to a scripture that I'd never heard before. And the scripture that he had us turned to was Jeremiah 29, 11 which said, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. And that's what my aunt had spoke to me. She's like, God has a plan for your life that's bigger and better than anything you can imagine. And so I knew I was in the right church. So I continued to go to church and, you know, my faith just grew more and more. But the following year, as I said, in 2008, my 15 year relationship ended. And here I am a single mother pregnant with the, you know, our third child on the way, yeah. but I continued to go to church and my faith just grew more and more. And so I started this faith journey on trying to find out God's plan for my life. And then that's sort of how it started happening. Yeah. The wonderful thing about your journey with God is that even after being in a relationship that you had to do whatever the circumstances were, 15-year relationship, you were still able to continue your relationship with God. So what did that actually look like for you? Because I know there are some people that'll listen to this and I'm like, you know, how, how in the world was she able to continue on believing in God after her relationship didn't 
had just fell apart basically after 15 years. Yeah. Well, it definitely helped that, you know, I'd started going to church the year before that. And so, you know, my faith was already starting to grow before this actually happened. So that helped. And I felt like that was a God setup. But just, you know, just getting into the word of God, you know, I remember one of the first um, times I became a single mother, I was watching TV and um, in the beginning, I should say, and this lady on TV was talking about single mothers and how they affected society. And she was saying that, and she was, you know, an expert. So, you know, anytime anyone tried to say anything bad about what she was saying, she had the facts to back it up. Mm. And so she was saying that, you know, 70% of juvenile delinquencies, um, teenage runaways, pregnancies out of wedlock were committed by children of single mothers. And she was saying that most murderers and rapists came from, you know, single mothers. And one of the last things, the final thing she said was that, smoking is not as bad for you as being raised by a single mother. And so I just wow. felt the shame, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is my life. I'm just to society. I'm just a statistic. And, you know, I just, <clears throat> just felt so much shame in that. But the more I continued to go to church, the more I started learning, you know, who God said I was. And that's what really strengthened, um, you know, my relationship with God, not only just believing who he said I was, but actually, you know, just living that out and making my decisions based on that other than what society thought about me. And so it was a journey. Um, you know, it wasn't hard. My life wasn't, you know, sunshine and rainbows, <laughs> but it was just a journey and God constantly reminding me who he says I was, you know, whether it was a sermon on TV or, you know, someone saying something that reminded me. I know after I got the vision for my company through that sermon, I'd never heard the words inside out or living inside out before that. But it was like after that, I heard it all the time, even in songs. I listened to Kayla radio <laughs> and a song by Hillsong was popular at the time. It, was, it talked about being turned from the inside out or Joyce Meyer would have a sermon and she said, you need to live inside out. So God was like guiding my mind. He was just reminding me that he was always there and just experiencing him and being, you know, a single mother put me in situations where I had to rely on God. I didn't have anybody else. And so I went through financial struggles, emotional struggles, you know, where I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul and, you know, going to get evicted from my apartment because I didn't know, you know, I didn't have enough money to, you know, pay my bills. And so God just showed up, you know, I would do things on my own strength for the longest time. But finally, I came to a point where there was nothing I could do. Mm -hmm. And that's when I seen God work in my life. And that's when my relationship with him became real. You know, when I was younger, I went to church, but I didn't have that relationship. It was just something that you did. Yeah. Your mom made you go, you know, but to have that real relationship where you know god that's was the game changer for me and if, if i didn't become a single mother i probably would have you know would have never experienced that the way i did so yeah. just god became real to me i knew he was real yeah and the, one of the things that you said is that when you came basically when you came to the end of what you could do then that's when god was able to move on your behalf and that's really <laughs> The, the part that people seem to miss is because they think that if they keep 
doing this thing that is eventually is going to fall and going to work out for them. Nine times out of 10, it's not going to still not going to work out for you. Not the way that God would want it to for you. But we tend to want to just, you know, try to do it on our own because that's what society basically tells us that, you know, girl, you can do that on your own, girl. You don't need no man to, you know, help you do whatever. You can do that on your own, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When I finally got out of my own way, that's when God was able to step in and, you know, his thoughts are better than our thoughts. I would have never thought of living inside out, turning a t-shirt inside out on my own. <laughs> you know, he had to, Holy Spirit had to really inspire that. And not only did, you know, he give me that vision, but in that same year, you know, because when I had started the company, I was going to um, screen printers and having them do my shirts, but it was just so costly and everything. And so in the fall of the same year that he gave me that vision, I remember a coworker at the place I was working at um, had told me that, you know, our company was having a sale and our company had owned a screen print shop on the side because I work with a company that helps people with developmental disabilities. And so I was a job coach. So I would go to this screen print shop, you know, every week and help my client learn the basics of screen printing and weeding and all of that. And so it went out of business because it just, you know, wasn't making enough money. And so a coworker told me that, you know, they were selling some stuff. So I thought, well, I can get these t-shirts. She said they were selling for 50 cents. So I was like, oh, I'll, you know, get a bunch of these t-shirts and that will help my business. Well, when I go down to look at the t-shirts, there was all this equipment in this room. And I mean, it was a screen print press, um, engraving, or not engraving, the emulsion machine, and just all this stuff that I would need to start my own business. And so I asked, you know, the lady in charge of selling, I asked her, I was like, well, how much is this? And she didn't know what at that time. She's like, I'll have to look and, you know, I'll get back to you. And so she emailed me the next day. Well, in the meantime, I had looked up, you know, Googled how much all this stuff would cost. And it was thousands of dollars. And I'm like, yeah, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford this. I, you know, my account was negative 300 all the time, you know? So there was like, no way I was going to be able to afford this equipment. Well, the next day she emailed me and she said, well, the screen print press is $50. The emotion machine is, um, no, the screen print press was 75. The emotion machine was 50. And oh, a conveyor belt dryer, which those are expensive. That was seventy-five, I believe. Anyway, everything wow. came up to a hundred and seventy-five dollars because she <laughs> counted in depreciation and all that, you know. And I was just numb. I could not believe it. But at the same time, my account was negative three hundred. So, <laughs> you know, even though it was so cheap, what am I going to do? Right, right. And yeah, and so. One day I called my aunt or she called me, my aunt Cheryl, and I was telling her about, you know, all this stuff, but I really didn't feel like there was anything I could do about it. But she's like, Cheryl, that's God. That's a blessing. She's like, I'm going to put this check in the mail for you tomorrow. Wow. And so, you know, I talked to the CEO of my company and told him I, you know, wanted it. I was interested. So they held it for me. And it's funny because people, no one knew about it. They didn't know about it till after I already purchased. They're like, oh, if I would have known about that, I would have got it. Mm -hmm. But it was meant for me. You know, it was a God thing. And so I was able to get everything I needed to start my t-shirt business in that same year. It's just God's just done so many amazing things in my life that, you know, when the pastor, when I look back and say how, 
listen to how the pastor says we need to share what God's doing in our life. Yeah. God's given me so many stories of what he's doing in my life to give others the hope and encouragement that I found yeah. in him. That is amazing. And so I know that there may be some single mothers out there that they have a desire to start a business or or do do something but they feel like, you know, oh, I can't do it because I have these two little kids or I have two teenagers that I got to keep an eye out on. Um, what suggestions can you offer those single mothers? Well, my mentors, we share the same mentors, uh, Marcus Black and Ashley. Yes. And I try to remember this all the time and I get lost in it myself, but don't worry about the how, <laughs> you know. Don't worry about the how, just worry about the what. What has God put in your heart to do? What talents, abilities, and gifts has he given you? You know, I've loved fashion my whole life. And that was, now that I look back, that's something that God gave me a passion for. Yeah. You know, I remember being in my classroom in the fifth grade, and I remember sitting at my desk. And in that time, I would draw clothing all the time, and I would go up to my teacher's desk, and I would be like, what? which outfit do you like? Which one do you want to wear? You know, and I did this all through elementary school. You know, I looked, I looked in fashion magazines all day. You know, it was just my passion. You know, God's given us all a passion. But I remember going back to my desk one day after showing my teachers, you know, my drawings. And I remember hearing this. It wasn't like an audible voice, but it was very, you know, it was very a prominent feeling that I had. And it said, one day you're going to do something great. And looking back, I know that was God. I know that yeah. was God. So I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And it was, I was like, oh, I love fashion. I'm going to be a fashion designer. But then I thought, well, that, it, that isn't anything great, you know? <laughs> so I also knew I wanted to help people. So at that time, the only person or the only profession I knew that helped people was a, uh, oh, a social worker. Mm-hmm. So from like the fifth grade on, I knew my whole life I was going to be a fashion designer slash social worker. <laughs> because I wanted, I love fashion. I wanted to help people. I'm like, that would be great to be here to do something I love and help people. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, now I look back, living inside out is doing both those things. And I did not figure it out in my own strength. You know, I just knew that this was a passion of mine and I just had to figure out what am I going to do with that? You know, what is my passion? And, you know, I, it's been a journey. I've tried things that didn't work because I was trying to do it in my way, but the Holy Spirit, you know, just being diligent and trying to follow what he, you know, he has for me and just, you know, just falling down, but getting back up, figuring, you know, taking wrong steps, making bad, ba- making bad decisions, but then just still pursuing it. And when God puts a desire in your heart, you know, you just, it won't leave you. It won't leave you. So you don't give up. I've given up on many of things. I used to sell Mary Kay and do all this other stuff, but, you know, I wasn't really passionate about it. So I think you just, for the single mothers out there who I do have a passion for single mothers, I think he put me in this position and that's actually what started everything is I wanted to help single mothers and then eventually the living inside out, you know, sermon inspired my business. And so my, eventually I would love to use the money that I make from their profits to help single mothers start their own business as well. Hey, that's but good. Just follow what, you know, the talents, abilities, gifts, um, interest that God's given you, just really think about it. What have you done when you was it, or what's things that you just could do for hours, mm-hmm. you know, just figure that out and then just start taking a step. Yeah. 
You're, you're absolutely right. It's that thing, that burning desire in your heart, that passion, that if you could do it, like you said, all day and for free with no problem, then that is absolutely your purpose that God mm-hmm. has for you. What have been, what have been the, um, some of the reactions that you've had with, uh, from people that have maybe seen you wear your t-shirts and everything? Have you gotten any feedback on them? Yes. You know, I, through wearing the t-shirts, like you said, that has opened a door, you know, and God gave me that idea and said, people ask you why your shirt's inside. That's definitely what happens all the time. And so I'm able to share my story and people are just inspired. You know, they got goosebumps because of what, you know, when I share what God's done in my life. And I think that's just something that God's, that was God's plan all along. You know, he wants us to tell what's, what he's doing in our life. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, just like us, we're a part of the Embrace Your Ambition. We hear all these amazing stories all the time. And it's like, wow, I wish other people were here to hear this, you know. Yeah. But um, God gave me this vision. He wanted me to share, or he gave me the vision to share my story and others to share their story in their everyday lives. When you're out at Walmart or shopping or in the grocery store, you know, if someone noticed you you wearing a living inside out shirt, that's your opportunity to share what God's done in your life. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the whole world needs to be, be inspired and maybe they won't go into an atmosphere like we go to with embrace your ambition, but maybe they'll step into something, you know, a place like that once they hear our stories. Yeah. And I've, I have definitely learned a lot of uh, things from Marcus and Ashley. So I'm shouting y'all out <laughs> on this podcast because I know that if it wasn't for them pushing us and, and everything and making it very uncomfortable at times with the challenges that they would give us, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm sure that's the same for you as well. Especially when we had, the, uh, you did that video challenge <laughs> on there, <laughs> for sure. And and that's the thing is that, you know, God is going to put us in positions where we're going to be challenged. But the key thing is that we cannot give up. We have to keep moving forward regardless of the circumstances and situations. And we cannot allow ourselves to try to do it on our own because it's never going to work. Never, ever, ever. Guaranteed. So, yeah. That's for sure. So what is next for you? What what are the plans for living inside out? Where are you taking it to? You know, it's been comfortable for me to focus on the fashion part of it just because I do love fashion. And, you know, this business has definitely taken me out of my comfort zone. I, you know, end up signing up for a Toastmasters and public speaking is one of my biggest fears. So a couple of years ago, I signed up for Toastmasters. And it's funny because I didn't even want to go. You know, a friend told me about it. I'm like, yeah, 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 that, that's awesome for you, but that's not for me. <laughs> but I just felt like, you know, God pushed me up off the couch and I sh- end up showing up at this meeting. And so I, you know, signed up for Toastmasters. Within six months, I'm the president of Toastmasters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so okay. That was definitely a God thing. That was not in my own strength. But God has definitely you know, gave, given me this new desire to have people share their stories. And so I think my next move is to really, you know, help people share their stories. A lot of times people don't think they have a story or they don't know how to share it. And so 
my goal is to actually help them share their stories. And I'm just saying a piece of the story, something that's going to fit on a testimony testimony card. My testimony cards aren't very big. It's like a business card folded, you know, so you only have just, you don't have to share everything. I follow the Billy Graham method where you just say, what was my life like before Christ? How did I come to Christ? And what's my life like after Christ? You know, just share those three little, you know, segments just to um, just give people hope, you know, and, you know, share the scripture that maybe is your rock, you know, because the word is alive and that's what's going to transform people's lives is that word. So you definitely got to include the word. And we all know that Jesus Christ is the good news. You know, what he did for us on the cross is the good news. But when we share our stories, that's our personal testimony of what he's done in our life. And so, yeah, my goal is to get more people, you know, not to only wear the shirts, but help them to share their testimony to make their testimony cards so they can start um, sharing their story in their everyday life. Yeah. And like I said, the the t-shirts in and of itself give you the ability to start the conversation because it's something different. It's something unusual because you don't see too many people walking around with the shirts inside out unless they just totally forgot how to get dressed <laughs> or they were in a hurry for whatever yep, reason. Exactly. <laughs> so, but it, it is a phenomenal idea. I know it's a God thing because God does unusual things and mm-hmm. he makes us aware that we have to stand out. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. And so he will take the unusual things and use it for his good and for his glory. So yes, absolutely. How can people get in contact with you and purchase your t-shirts? Well, I do have a website and it's www.lio, stands for Living Inside Out, but it's just the letters L-I-O, apparel.com. And there you'll be able to see my t-shirts and my story and then my email where you can contact me if you have any questions. Um, Yeah, and I just love to help people share their testimony, you know, help them figure out what to say in that little bitty card that would inspire, you know, people. Yeah. And are you on um, social media as well? Uh, yes, I'm on uh, Facebook, just really under my name, Sherelle Wallace. And that's S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L, Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E. I do have other social media accounts on Instagram. I'm living inside out, T's, T-E-E-S. And there's an underscore in there somewhere I can't ever remember. I think it's living underscore inside out, T's, T-E-E-S. And Sherelle Wallace as well, Sherelle Wallace 33 on Instagram. But uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's been a journey and I know I've been able to hang on for this long. It's been since 2011 that God's given me this vision, but I know he, you know, reminds me daily that this is his plan for me and I will not rest until I accomplish it. You know, that's my biggest fear is dying with this passion burning inside Mm -hmm. of me. But, you know, I'm on the right track. That's why we're part of Embrace Your Ambition. God's just putting people in my path, in my life, that's just like-minded. And that's the key. You know, you need to be around people that are like-minded. You need to uh, be around people that are going to activate your dream and, you know, not be around naysayers because in the world, you know, you're always going to have people who, even the people who love you, they want you to be safe. They were going to say, you need to, you know, go to school and, you know, go be a nurse or do one of these safe, you know, things or safe careers. But, when you follow what God's put in your heart to do, that's where, that's where it's at. 
Yes. And it is always unlimited because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And his idea and his purpose for our lives can take us to <laughs> unlimited places for real opens up and ex and opens up the territory to where it is bigger than we could ever imagine and so thank you so much Sherelle for being on wove inspiration and sharing all of the things that you have I am looking forward to seeing you in Denver in yes, June, yes. June the 16th through the 18th I'm just going to go ahead and plug EYA ambition it's embrace your ambition with marcus black and ashley fay they are going to have this awesome conference in denver colorado june the 16th through the 18th if you guys have not gotten in your tickets you need to go to eya or i believe it's eyambition.com to purchase your tickets so sherelle again thank you so much for being on the show today i really appreciate you Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. And thank you for allowing me to share my story. Absolutely. Hey, you guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Take care and God bless. Hey, this is Althea, host and producer of Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them, who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factors for guests on Wove Inspiration are their solutions and their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.